Hello and welcome to another edition of the Newsreel. My name is Ken. And my name is Jeremy. And uh, we are recording this episode on a Wednesday night on uh, April 14th. And so if you're checking out the Newsreel for the ver- very first time, Jeremy and I, you know, we wanted to create a show where we talk exclusively about what's currently going on in the world of movies and TV. And so we thought it'd be fun to create a free-flowing conversation uh, type of show where, you know, Jeremy brings up a movie topic uh, and brings it up to me. And I bring up a TV topic to him because that's kind of where I normally gravitate towards. Uh, but the catch is we we both don't really know what the other person is going to ask. So before we get into the newsreel... You know, on our main show, we have a podcast ritual where we do share one notable movie or TV show to get warmed up. And here on the newsreel, we wanted to uh, give our audience a bonus ritual, if you will. And so, Jeremy, uh, did you have a, uh, a TV or movie show, uh, TV show or movie that you wanted to share from the past week? So this past week, I actually watched a movie that I've never seen before. It's uh, not too old. I think it's what, four years old now? I watched Baby Driver by Edgar Wright. What? You hadn't seen that? I had never seen it. And I think it's on HBO Max. I totally forgot, but it might be. But I rented it still on on YouTube. And I was like, crap. I think it's on HBO Max. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I hate when that happens. Uh, But, dude, this movie was good. And the soundtrack was obviously uh so good but it it just makes me kind of sad that edgar wright was gonna do ant-man and then obviously he uh left the project and just makes me wonder how much potential the first ant-man and especially ant-man the wasp that that uh those movies could have had with someone like edgar wright at the helm right yeah now i love his style of directing uh just the style just stylistically, Baby Driver was one of my favorite movies of, it came out in 2017, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. Yeah, and um, again, I mean, you mentioned before that just uh, the the soundtrack was, uh, it it slapped. It really did slap. And, um, oh man, just like the action scenes, especially obviously with the driving and everything. Uh, my favorite scene is obviously that first one. And I was mm-hmm. like, and it really, you know, like generally speaking, if you have like a huge opener and I feel like it was my favorite scene, like you would think that the rest of the movie kind of sucked, but, mm-hmm. um, I didn't think it really dragged for many parts. Um, and it had a really good cast. Yeah. The pacing was really well done and everything's like kind of like quirky in mm-hmm. a way too, you know, Edgar Wright style and, uh, the characters are so interesting every single one. Yeah, and I think that's what really carried the movie, and it, it's just hard to get modern day action movies right. Yeah, and I think that was it's a good, really good modern day uh, action movie. Yeah, because I mean, just to add to what you're talking about with the characters, they were all very different, and then they were very distinct. Um, and uh, I mean, you you know they they got they each got a chance to kind of shine. And it kind of, kind of let their character take over certain parts of the uh, the movie. Mm-hmm. That none of them hemmed it up. I'm just hey, kidding. No. Hey, hey, I see what you John did there. 
<laughs> no, but you know what? It, you know what's funny? Like I enjoyed that movie, but I've only seen it one time. The one time in the movie theater, and uh, that was good times for sure in in the movie theater. I think it's a, a easy rewatchable movie too. Just have in the background, even just for the music. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Well, I'm hoping that you are correct in that it is streaming somewhere, whether it's HBO Max or or whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely. Uh, I'll probably start looking for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, here on the newsreel, we do have some movie news this weekend. Are you ready? Because you don't know what I'm going to ask you. I told you that we. Uh, that the Fast and Furious Nine, I guess F Nine, they're calling it. They just came out with a new trailer. This movie was supposed to come out in May of last year. Holy yeah, crap. May of last. year. Imagine <laughs> that. And when in, when COVID happened, they actually had the the premonition. They said, "Oh, let's delay the movie one whole year." And I remember thinking, "Man, that's dumb. We have to wait like a whole another year." And look at look at everything now. They were they were right. <laughs> I don't know, it's conspiracy theories. But uh, did you watch the new F9 trailer today? Uh, only because you told me to. <laughs> Not, I mean, <laughs> you didn't tell me to, but uh, you're like, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about it on the newsreel. And so um, I, I guess as it worked out, I, again, watched it right after, right after I got off of work and right before we started uh, recording this podcast. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I hadn't seen the first trailer since last year and just kind of watching it uh for this one um it brought back that whole well especially the first thing that jumped out uh for me was oh shoot i forgot (laughs) they revived on (laughs) yeah yeah there's so much things crazy in this in this trailer because uh my question for you for this for this movie is basically because i know that you're a fan of some of the earlier movies and Mm -hmm. then uh fast five and on there's some (laughs) hit or miss ones as well so i want to ask you does this f9 trailer make you more excited or less excited knowing that it's this huge bombastic outrageous fast and furious universe again okay i'm gonna i'm gonna do a a little bit of a cop-out um it really didn't (laughs) change it i mean i i was gonna go see I, i was gonna go see it regardless um, I mean, kind of going off of what I mentioned a little bit earlier with the first trailer, I was disappointed in the first trailer I, that they that they revealed certain plot points, like Han being revived is one. The second one, John Cena, obviously he's joining the cast, but I didn't like how they really actually. I didn't see him. John Cena? Yeah, I didn't see him in the trailer. In, in <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I was, I was like, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, because you can't. <laughs> yeah, you can't see John Cena. Remember? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh duh. <laughs> do, 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 do. Dude, I'm slow. <laughs> oh man, but um, with with John Cena, I mean, I would have been fine with them actually showing him, but did they have to reveal the fact that he's Dom's brother? I don't think they had to. Because, I mean, obviously, they look nothing alike. (laughs) And I feel like if they would have revealed that in the movie itself, you know, not in any of the trailers, I think the the audience would have been like, what the fuck? (laughs) John Cena's, what you call brother? Especially since they don't look alike. Yeah, dude. So, um, I mean, 
in terms of like the actual story part, like I was already disappointed from the first trailer. Uh, but in terms of <laughs> in terms of the uh, the actual stunts, I did like dude. That's why you watch these type of movies. And so I mean, I was gonna see it regardless because I mean they're I mean kind of spoilers for the second trailer. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Uh, but um, the use of magnets was pretty cool. That's new. Yeah, yeah. Definitely the laws of physics are not working because are they in like a plastic car or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I but don't know. whatever, man. It's Fast and Furious and they're going even crazier than the last one. <laughs> yeah. Well, they always got to top the, the previous one, right? Yeah. I just remember in the last one, The Rock moved a moving torpedo while he was in a Jeep. <laughs> See, I don't even That's remember. That's all I that. remember. I don't even remember that because I felt like Fast Eight kind of sucked. Yeah. Um, and I think I only saw it the one time in the theater, and I was like, oh, "That's enough for me." Actually, you know what? <laughs> I think I enjoyed Hobbs and Shaw more than I did Fast Eight. Oh yeah, hell yeah, for sure. At least Hobbs and Shaw. I don't know. At least didn't have such bloated to it yeah yeah it's weird well plus it had vanessa kirby and that's like probably my favorite part of the uh and not just because you know she's cute or whatever but i I did actually enjoy her as shaw's sister yeah the story was better and everything in that movie but yeah fast and furious 8 did not like that movie i know i didn't either uh what would you think about the trailer though uh, I like it. I think they they don't really care if they spoil their story because they're like, oh, you haven't seen all the best action yet, though. But <laughs> I'm kind of excited just for the fact that John Cena is in it. <laughs> I feel like uh, I've never really liked his character, John Cena, in WWE. I never found it that compelling. But ever since he started doing like uh, some movies, I always thought he was he was funny. And uh, a little bit more charismatic. Yeah. Because uh, he, he's self-deprecating, comedy. right? Yeah, yeah. And just this is going to be like John Cena's year, I feel like, with F9 and Suicide, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, that's actually what I was going to bring up. Because, I mean, for me, John Cena has always had uh, charisma. But I, like you, you know, you know we're, we've been talking about the WWE um, throughout the you know, the two seasons now, one plus seasons, I should say. And uh, that's actually one of my, I mean, yeah, I respected his work ethic. I liked how he, I mean, some of the stuff that he pulls off, he does have good matches, but I just like, uh, he's kind of vanilla in terms of like, a you know, a character. But I don't know about you, but it's still weird to me to see John Cena with long hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And F9, I'm like, what the heck? That's like the longest his hair's ever been. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's actually still wrestling with that long hair, apparently. Oh, that must look weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's just like kind of slick. I mean, you know, it, it looks good on him. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, you've grown so accustomed to him having that buzz cut, you know, like, yeah. And I always f- felt like he always had that haircut to kind of honor the uh you know the military because he's always all all about the military and kind of being there you know to entertain them and that's one of the things that i do admire about john cena as a uh, as a wrestler in general he's all you know he's always about um you know just giving props and and giving thanks to our military so well thank you military yeah man and even though he's going to be basically playing a douchey captain america in the suicide squad 
and his uh, and his own TV show. Also, is they're going to be making a TV show for Peacemaker. Oh shoot! I didn't even know that. I got to check that out. Like, uh, I'm sure there's like some sort of what uh, preview or trailer or something like that on YouTube oh, or something. Not, not yet. I think oh. they're just filming, but they haven't released any promo for it. Oh, okay. That's why I haven't heard anything or seen anything. Well, Jeremy, um, you know, I got a TV, TV topic for you. And, uh, you know, I, I let you know, sent you a quick text while I was still at work. I'd be like, hey, uh, our topic is going to be on the uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier midseason trailer that Marvel uh, released earlier this week. So, Jeremy, based off of the way that episode four, I mean, which was last week's episode, ended uh, with John Walker smashing one of the members of the Flag Smashers in retaliation for Carly Morgenthau, you know, basically killing his his longtime friend. And really, he calls him his partner, but it's kind of weird. But anyway, um, just killing his longtime friend, Lamar Hoskins, a.k.a. Uh, Battlestar. What do you think will happen to John Walker in episode five. Ooh, in episode five. Yeah. So I feel like he's going to go through a trial mm-hmm. and America's going to be like, it's all good. You kill the terrorist. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's the way it's going to go. Um, the way I see his character going, at least because we only have two episodes left. I feel like he's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like someone's going to kill him. Personally, for me, I enjoy watching his character uh, he had like he has a very uh, deep character because there's likability about him, but at the same time he's uh, you can hate a lot of stuff about him too. I think that's what makes him so entertaining to watch I because uh, you're a bit um, he's a bit polarizing uh, of a character, and I, that's what I like about watching him. So I would like to see more of this character in the future, uh, John Walker. Uh, I don't know if you know anything about the comics, but John Walker's traditionally a, a, um, a character named U.S. Agent. So I hope he kind of transitions into something like that. But knowing the MCU doesn't always follow the comics, which it basically only takes inspiration from the comics. Right. Uh, I would like to see him go in that direction uh, just because I feel like he's so entertaining. But I feel like he's going to die from like Zemo or uh, Bucky's going to kill him or something. Mm, mm. So for sure, Sam's out in terms of killing of him killing. and then just ta- and then just taking the mantle. Yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> that would be that would be dark, man. <laughs> it's like, oh, you killed someone. That gives me the option to kill you and take the shield. No, yeah. I think um, at the highest chances, Zemo's going to kill John Walker. But in terms of episode five, I feel like we're going to have a showdown with. Uh, Bucky versus uh, Bucky and Falcon versus uh, John Walker. Yeah, I mean, and obviously he's uh, he's juiced now. He's got that super uh, super soldier serum. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, I do like that prediction with Zemo being the one to, to kill because obviously he wants to get rid of anyone that's uh, souped up ex- except for Bucky. <laughs> for some um, reason, yeah. For some reason, um, I mean, because he had no problem killing all of those uh, other super soldiers in the Winter Soldier program in uh, Captain America: Civil War. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I like that. I like that uh, prediction that you do have with with Zemo because I don't know if they would have 
Bucky do it? Because I feel like, uh, I think you talked about, you know, for Sam, that'd be kind of dark. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because definitely one of the heroes of the show is Bucky, the Winter Soldier. And in terms of his character arc, I think it, it would defeat what he's been going through throughout the course of the show so far. So I doubt it's Bucky. So it's probably going to be either Zemo or or even Carly. Carly, yeah. Yeah. I think those would be the top two uh, candidates for sure because I don't think they would have either of the protagonists uh, do that. Because, yeah, I mean, you, you alluded to earlier that that's kind of where Bucky's character is going toward, you know, being a more peaceful version of the Winter Soldier. Really going to being the White Wolf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this is super dark, especially uh, like this next theory uh, that I'm going to say, especially if it's on Disney Plus, is uh, j- since John Walker's been going through being more and more insecure about basically his uh, his power as a as Captain America, it would be pretty dark if they had him kill himself. Ooh, wow! That like I feel like that would be really dark. Like, but. I feel like in his character, that would be possible just in the way like Zemo almost was about to kill himself in Civil War or attempted to kill himself. Yeah, Yeah, he did. Uh, But um, (laughs) Black Panther stopped him. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Maybe that would also happen in um, Falcon in Winter Soldier because maybe John Walker wants to kill himself and maybe Falcon saves him or something like that. I mean, that would be a way to segue to, you know, like uh, the, the comic of what was the name of his character who evolved, he evolves to a uh, U.S. agent, U.S. agent. Exactly. And so, I mean, I agree with you uh, in terms of uh, John Walker as a character. Yeah. Like uh, I think it's funny. Everyone's been calling uh, like uh, the, one of the, funny ones funny nicknames that they have for john walker is walmart captain america i thought that was a pretty funny one Mm -hmm. not sponsored by walmart by the way Uh, but um yeah i mean i really do enjoy seeing him because uh, again like you know when he was introduced i was like who is this guy you know at the end of season uh i'm sorry at the end of episode one and then you know you they built that backstory where you know obviously he you know he made sacrifices during you know war and everything he won three medal medals of valor and they don't just award that to anyone but then i mean if you kind of jump forward to what we just saw last friday in episode four i mean you think about it you you know they're chasing these terrorists or whatever and the main terrorist that they're chasing you know for better or worse with carly morgenthau she just killed his best friend and, mm-hmm. and, you know, like, uh, remember the super soldier serum really is just going to enhance what is going on inside of you. Right. Um, and, you know, obviously there, he was filled with rage at the time and, you know, cause everything was just happening right then and there. And he just needed to get his hands on someone, uh, even if it wasn't when Carly Morgan thou, but man, I was really surprised that Disney plus, um, yeah, they had the uh, had that shot, that final shot of John Walker with the shield all bloodied. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. dang. That's such a horrifically beautiful shot. Yeah, yeah. I think it's arguably one of the best shots that we've seen, um, you know, like in the MCU, like of all time. I thought that was because in terms of shock value, it's like, whoa, I did not expect that. Mm hmm. Yeah, I just hope that these last two episodes can deliver with all the stuff that they've been setting up this season. 
Because if it doesn't, especially after episode four, yeah. uh, I think episode four was definitely the best episode of the series so far. By far, for sure. And hopefully they can finish strong. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm hearing, I mean, obviously these are just rumors and we won't know. Uh, I mean, we're, again, we're taping this on a, a Wednesday. We won't know for n- another couple of days on Friday. Supposedly, episode five is going to be the biggest episode of uh, of the Falcon Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Dude. Just And um, one of my favorite quotes from episode four was, looking strong, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freaking Bucky. Bucky. <laughs> Dude, that was a crazy fight with uh, them two and um, obviously Battlestar and um, uh, Walmart Cap. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then obviously the Dora Milaje. Uh, how do you say it? I was yeah, I think screwed. you got it right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That that scene was good, and just the way his his reaction was, they weren't even super soldiers. Oh, dude, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you know, like he he's had kind of that ego, um, where he obviously has a lot to live up to. I mean, that kind of comes with the territory when you're following the footsteps of Steve Rogers, and so I felt like his insecurities uh, just literally got enhanced right after that. Oh yeah, definitely. But at the same time, like, dude, if you're going to lose to anyone that's not a super soldier, it would be them. (laughs) Yeah, but technically, though, I mean, if you're thinking about it from his perspective, did he really know about Wakanda? Mm, Did he get that intel yet? I mean, it's been a few, like, almost 10 years, right, since uh, Wakanda was revealed to the world. So maybe he's up to date. Yeah, it's true. Maybe he has that whole like sexist thing where it's like, oh, two chicks like literally almost like they could have killed me. You know what I mean? I mean, he didn't put up the worst fight in the world. I mean, yeah, he got his ass kicked, but <laughs> like, like he still was able to do some stuff, right? Like they yeah. just that that the fact when they threw that first spear, I'm like, damn, were they trying to kill him? <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know what they have? Preci- I would imagine they have precise uh, aim. Yeah. I don't think they, they were. It was more of a warning shot. Yeah, yeah, probably. Especially when uh, they pinned his shield down with the mm-hmm. the spear. So yep. yeah, you're probably right, dude. That was crazy with that with that uh, accuracy, though. I was like, oh dang! And then you couldn't even take get the shield out of that. Mm-hmm. Damn. Oh, and then that obviously that one shot uh, with them using the uh, the fail safe on Bucky's arm. <laughs> oh yeah, he looked betrayed for sure. It reminded <laughs> me of uh, when Buzz Lightyear in the first Toy Story jumped. And his arm fell off when he fell down the stairs. Yeah. That's that's Bucky's face in that moment. <laughs> yeah. And actually, there was a... I don't know if this is probably the, the platform to do it, but I did see some... I guess there was a, a debate on whether that uh, that whole scene, whether Bucky, or, Bucky should have been like more angry or not with the whole trust issues. Um, I think someone on Twitter tried to... I don't remember who... But someone on Twitter tried to argue on behalf of uh, like Bucky's point of view where it's like, oh, man, he should have been really angry at the Wakandans for you know not telling him that or whatever. And it just shows a lack of trust. Mm, what do you I think? I feel of that? like, I mean, they, I think it's warranted because they don't, it's just like a, a fail safe just in case. But I feel like Bucky at the same time, he's so thankful that they got him de-brainwashed yeah. and actually gave him a vibranium arm. 
Yeah. I think it's like, okay, they didn't even need to give him an arm, technically. Mm-hmm. Right? They, they could have just been one-armed Bucky, but they actually gave him a vibranium arm, so that's it's kind of their right. Especially it's vibranium. It's not just another metal arm. It's actual vibranium, so they kind of have the right to put a little uh, fail-safe in there. Right. And plus they harbored him, too, like after he became a fugitive again after uh, Civil War. Yeah, so I feel like Bucky... Yeah, he, it was in his character not to get too mad at them. Yeah. Even though he was... A, he looked a bit betrayed, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I, compl- I completely agree with you. I, I disagree with whoever said that on Twitter about, you know, him, you know, having a point of view where he should have been like way more pissed at the Wakandans. I, I don't think that's off. I think that's something that, yeah, they try to de-brainwash him. I don't know what the, <laughs> the proper term yeah. would be. But I mean, who's to say that, you know, there's still something inside of him where he can get that uh, Winter Soldier um, like protocol activated again? Yeah, he, Bucky doesn't know. Bucky doesn't even know if there's a, a second code word thing. <laughs> exactly. So, just in case. Yeah. So, um, Jeremy, um, do you want to go ahead and preview what we have upcoming on the Weekly Real Podcast? Yep. On Monday, we're going to be talking about the anime that became a global phenomenon. It is Your Name. I don't want to talk any spoilers because I feel like that's the best way to go into that movie is a uh, cold turkey. Just go watch it. And it's such a, if you're not into anime, I feel like that's a good movie to, to really start off with, to really make a strong impression. But that's what we're going to be starting off with, or that's what we're going to be talking about uh, next Monday and be looking forward to that on all uh, the podcasting websites. Yeah, for sure. And so, again, yeah, definitely subscribe to all of our uh, social media accounts. Uh, we're mainly active on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, what's our handle for both? At uh, Weekly Real on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. And also, I wanted to plug and take the time to plug our uh, YouTube channel. Um, and so go ahead and just search for the Weekly Real podcast. Um, you'll see our uh, our logo on there available and uh what we're trying to do is we're trying to throw on more exclusive content that isn't necessarily on the podcast itself um and if we are going to be playing some audio from uh the actual podcast itself we you know we want to um actually kind of make it a little bit entertaining i know uh jeremy has got a gift with uh, some of these edits and so he's been getting creative with it and so definitely check that out um and again that's search for weekly real podcasts on our youtube channel and so um again we want to thank you all for checking us out and supporting the weekly real podcast and we'll see you next time on the real podcast